0: Welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, a little bonus show just squeezed in this week. Uh, we never actually caught up with Mike Walsh to uh, recap his London Marathon race, um, so me and Nathan caught up with him midweek and uh, recorded it, so um, hope you guys enjoy it. Cheers. Uh, welcome to Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, bit of a catch-up show this one, we missed Mike uh, if you listen to um, Carl Batty and Mike Walsh, their London Marathon uh, story. Not sure what episode number that was, but just times and uh, Mike was travelling a bit, so we didn't get him to give his recap on the show, and we finally got him in the uh, back on the group chat. So, how, how was it,
1: Mike? Uh, amazing experience again. So this was my second London. So I ran uh, a COVID-impacted uh, London. Uh, during the pandemic. This was the first one where it was sort of all systems go.
2: Back to normal. Crowd. It
1: it was absolutely phenomenal. You sort of forget how crazy it is. And uh, yeah, London really comes together. Streets are going mad. Kids, families, people enjoying a beer, enjoying a barbecue, kids giving you sweets. So all around amazing atmosphere. In terms of my performance... As, it, as always with a, with a marathon, it's a bit of a game of two halves. You know, you do the first half, you're like, I'm bang on pace here. So just for the listeners, I don't know if uh, people can remember, but I was aiming for 325. Um, ended up at 333. Um, went around the halfway spot, like bang on, bang on pace. Um, so 453Ks is what I was aiming for. Went around the halfway point in 142-something, so I'm like bang on, on. really there for that one twenty-five. Yeah. If my maths is <laughs> right, but I'm pretty sure it is.
2: Yeah, that would be mate.
1: Um, but but you know, this it's kind of the standards uh London Marathon story you'll hear from lots of blokes that only run 50k, 40k a week, really, <laughs> which is the wall is real, you know. So yeah. hit hit yeah. 20 miles and then started feeling like I was uh swimming up the Thames rather than running alongside it, um, at a point. So uh yeah, look, you know, doesn't detract from the day. Amazing day. Ended up at three thirty-three, which is a few minutes quicker than last year. So, no, amazing busy, experience. Yeah. Still got it, got it done. Got the winners medal. Got the t-shirt. Ticked it off. So, so what, yeah. What,
2: what at twenty? What happened at twenty? Uh, about twenty miles. Talk us through.
1: Actually, I've got it's it, Just, just a combination of of things, really. Um, you know, I need to hydrate quite heavily, so you know i'm i'm one of those guys that will just sweat it out you know even even in london conditions. so if i was running where you guys are i'd be you know i'd be having to have gels and waters on a 5k park run but when Mm. it when it starts i think what what i missed out one of the things i didn't do well is like really planning ahead in terms of your rehydration and, and nutrition i think i did the gels well but if you're not constantly like topping up water with electrolytes water. as yeah. as you go you know you miss one drink stop yeah that can have a knock-on impact that you feel later on in the race so there's a few and it's not like you drink a me. lot of
2: water is it at, at a stop like it's different when we do a trial race we run with it you can you you can get a good you can have a liter of water on you and you can sort of like you don't worry about it because you go Oh, i've got plenty on me but there you're grabbing it by the cup unless you've got a bottle put aside and you're trying to get it in your
1: throat, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: You're lucky yeah. to get a couple of sips out of each yeah. cup, yeah. aren't you? Really,
1: it's sponsored by Lucozade. Aid, so you know they've got these Lucozade Aid gels, uh, at certain points, and they've got Leuka's Aid's uh, like open top cups, like the plastic cups. But, like you said, it's, as you're running along, it's impossible to you need a to bottle, drink,
3: don't really, you? yeah, you so
1: need your bottles is great
2: because you can still you can <laughs> sort of sip it a bit. But yeah. I noticed, um, yeah, like it's good doing the gels, but you. It, that's giving you the electrolyte, but you actually also need the water as well. Yeah. Breaking down, eh? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I knew it was a bit unusual because last year around the twenty mile mark, because I need a I was thinking I need a pee. So, you know, i hydrated quite quite well. Um, you know, in terms of physical fitness, I was I was fitter this year, but yeah, just, just was a bit
2: now how were you feeling? Did you just start feeling like do you just felt like you're thirsty and stuff? Or did your legs sort of get heavy and
1: the only like the real thirst kicked in probably about probably about six or seven k to go. Okay. So I remember even asking one of the staff they were giving out uh, they were giving out Lucas a gels with like six or seven k to go, which I thought was a bit odd. You know, like it's
2: uh, unless, people cramping, unless people are so yeah. cramping, unless people were so cramping, that might fix it.
1: And I remember even saying to one of the st- like the staff that was there, "Where's the water? Like, where's the water station?" And I, I think they could see a bit of not like panic in my eyes, but a bit of like shit. You know? I need you to drink. I, don't, I need a drink pretty soon as well. But the legs were feeling okay until kind of that point, um, you know, and it turns into where you think you're running a five k, a five minute k. Your watch buzzes and it's like, oh. It's just it's gone through at five twenty-five, so I know I'm really down. Yeah. yeah, I'm just yeah. clinging. I'm clinging on to the end here, really. So, yeah. And but, did
2: you find any water in that last sort of five six k? Yeah,
1: yeah. It's it's my poor planning. Like nothing against the organizers. You know, they can't they can't do any more. Really. You know, there's plenty of stops. Uh, I just must have missed a couple in my tiredness, and you know, just just. I think it's starting early.
2: People don't often probably start early enough uh hydrating i think could be a can be a problem
1: yeah some of the like youtube runners i watch and stuff they're saying they're sipping on electrolytes all morning not necessarily like gulping it down but just building building up even the days before you know in the way that we kind of carb load they they almost like electrolyte load don't they yeah yeah. yeah um so yeah definitely any budding marathon runners out there half marathon runners yeah just think about that um hydration in the lead up because uh you leave it too late, there's no going back.
0: Yeah, that's what I did for Gold Coast. I was um I think I was drinking two or three Power Aids a day, a few days out, just loading up. And yeah. I think it helped. It's uh, it's one of them things, but you could be like so well prepared and it could still go wrong. It just happened, <laughs> eh? Like But at least yeah. you know that if you do bank more mileage ten weeks out or whatever, you know that you can do it now. You just gotta get that that last like sort of 10k
1: nailed. Yeah, that's, that's it. I mean, up to 30, I remember last year, I sort of started feeling pretty dreadful at around 25k. This time it was around 30k. I only shaved a few minutes off my time, but I could tell I was a bit fitter. So yeah. it took longer. It took a bit later in the race for that wall to hit. But where I'm really lacking is just, it's just volume really, because I could take minutes off that. You know, and I've been running like half marathon PBs, 5K PBs as well. So I was expecting a little bit more out of the marathon. But like you said, Steve, you know, so many things need to go right. So many things can go wrong. So just getting it done. and What did your average
2: come out at? About 5.10 a K?
1: Yeah, it's almost like bang on. A bit quicker than that, I think. Almost bang on five, to be honest. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's like maybe just a shade over five. Um, I'll pull up the Strava because we're going to talk about Amsterdam as well in a in a yeah. sec. So, yeah.
2: did your partner do it as well, Mike?
1: Yeah, she she did. Uh, she's going to kill me if she listens to this because I can't remember what time she did, but she got it done. <laughs> she got it done. <laughs> okay. uh, she said she it was, was her first one. Really emotional at the end. Oh, good. Um, yeah, she was really emotional. Uh, she'd only run like you know one or maybe even one half marathon race before, so. The nerves in the build-up were pretty bad. She didn't have a great week's sleep okay, yeah, in the run-up. Yeah. And where we live quite close to the course, we can see all the barriers being put oh, up yeah. and stuff. Anxiety, and yeah. Is, yeah. so she's seeing the course every day on her way to work. And, okay, yeah. But yeah, yeah she I got mean, it yeah. done. And we had our families. It was afterwards we had a bit of an area in a pub in London, and it was actually the first times that our families met afterwards as well. So my dad and my mum were there in the pub. Oh, um, cool. so your 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 cousin steve so joe joanne who's uh, my mum's sister my mum, they were all in the pub there so oh, yeah my father's in that oh. family so yeah great great atmosphere and uh, yeah what was it awesome. like, what
2: were you what were you like when you got to the finish line did you just collapse and go oh bugger or did you manage to I, stagger around trying not to push yourself i
1: felt really i felt a blend so like mentally i felt amazing and yeah, there's definitely. lots of people around you smiling and happy and you know medals on but what's really hard to ignore is how bad the legs are feeling yeah. and you know where you're stuck in a big city with thousands of other runners you're a little bit like how am I going to get home here because you know the tube stations are mobbed there's thousands of people lining the streets it's well organized in terms of meeting spaces but getting anywhere's a bit of a nightmare really so
2: do you, have your kit, yes. do you have a bag at the finish for you? Did they you transport
1: Yeah, here? Yeah. Amazing organisation. Again, so you turn up with a transparent bag. with. At the start, you turn up with your bag with your number on, um, dump all your stuff that you need in the end, towels. Don't really need to worry about drinks or any nutrition because you get a bit of a goodie bag at the end. But, you know, dry kit, I've got, like, recovery flip-flops that I use, or, um, you know, so I threw them in. Uh, yeah, like warm tops. And then at the end, it's literally ready for you there. You know, they look at your bib number and they direct you. So you don't need to do anything, really. They'll carry the it out. Yeah, they they just know what they're doing. You know, it's it's really, really smooth. The problem is just the volume of people. You know, you're yeah. fighting through yeah. crowds. Um, and so, um,
2: yeah. did you, Carl sort of bought himself a cheap uh, uh, tracksuit he, when he'd finished, when he'd done his warm-up before he sort of started the race, he just chucked it and it goes They like, just pick it up for charity did you
1: need to do that or did you just sort of, no like, i, I didn't because i had family at the start with me so um I, I i took them up as far as they can go into greenwich park um yeah. it, interestingly you have to walk to the top of greenwich hill before the start which is quite uh it's quite slow because it goes up yeah. to the royal observatory so It'd people. Are, yeah people are pretty like oh this is a bit um bit of a longer walk to the start than i realized but no thankfully i had stuff to to drop off there one thing as well that they do is they actually have um a recycle sort of charity point so there's Mm -hmm. lots of people that do what carl did and you can just dump your clothing into this bag and it gets into this box at the start and it all gets recycled distributed to charity so really really cool and yeah there's no sort of wastage or anything like that so yeah yeah. Um, I'm just looking now, Nathan. So, yeah, 502 is that's what I was great. doing. Okay.
3: So, yeah.
2: yeah. Bloody good. That's, that's awesome. There we go. Yeah. And um, you, I think you wrote on Strava, uh, never again. <laughs> and then you've gone yeah. and done an ultra marathon. I think we're we to talk about that one as <laughs> well, because that one, that's like you've gone even further, mate. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, yeah, I said never again, but then you forget, you know, the, the Doms wear off a bit. You remember the atmosphere and the pain sort of yeah. slips away from your memory so you know if that charity place comes knocking again yeah i'll probably i'll probably sign up you know you um,
2: reminded me of um the first time i ever did a 24-hour mountain bike race i'll never stand at the start like oh jesus what am i doing and the guy goes next <laughs> to me he goes you wait you'll finish and go never again and then <laughs> you'll be at the start of another 24-hour mountain bike race because you would have forgotten what it's like. But then it'll all come flooding back to you at the start yeah. line. You'll be like, oh, shit, what am I doing here again? Same with Thai boxing. You think yeah. to yourself, I'm never doing this. I'm <laughs>
0: never going through this again. And then as soon as it's over and you got all the adrenaline and that, you're like, yeah, how good is this? And then you sign up for another one. And then when you stood out the back about to walk out into the ring, you think, shit, why did I say yes to this again? And then it, you just – but it's just a – You're just always chasing that buzz. Yeah.
1: yeah. Can you do a
2: half after that? Yeah. What what was it step by step? What happened
1: there? Yeah. So start the first weekend in October, I ran the London marathon, then had sort of a week to recover from that. And then the following week, uh, I flew to Amsterdam with uh, my brothers and sister, actually. Uh, So there's five of us, four of us ran the Amsterdam path uh, out there as well
2: had you planned to do it or was it just yeah
1: it it was it was for charity really so it's all all in the name of children with cancer uk so oh yeah initially i was just going to do london and then my brothers would say look let's go to amsterdam and do the half it'd be great it's flat so i was like all right okay fine uh went out and did that and then at the end of the month uh did something called the original mountain marathon which is like a two-day self-sufficient orienteering event Uh, sorry mate how did the half go like was that a PB? Really well from, yeah, so I ran a PB. I'll pull it up now. It was so just two uh, weeks
2: after London, you've gone and done a, a PB for a half. That's great. Good recovery.
1: Yeah, I and I, my legs were feeling it a bit, so I think there's more in the tank. Uh yeah. I'm just looking it's at definitely. Strava here, yeah. 132.47 uh for a pace of 422 k okay. So oh, yeah, That's but good. that but yeah, I was thinking that's great and I was obviously chuffed with a PB but all I kept thinking to myself is you've got more you in the fresh. tank for, a, mar- for exactly. a marathon if you're running run yeah. 132 you shouldn't be running a 332 so yeah, yeah I just need to look at slower and longer mileage really I
2: reckon you could get to 320 like off the off the way that you've run that 130 I reckon you could go 320 yeah I was thinking
0: yeah. more, I was thinking if you train properly you get closer to 3 hours Three ten. Yeah, actually,
2: like um, it's, uh, um, Steve talking of the London. Steve missed out on the lottery, uh, yeah. on the ballot. Same. So I said, oh, we'll have to. You have to have a word with Mike and um, maybe contact the charities, the charity that you ran for. I mean, that it might sort of use you as a name drop, and
1: uh, that. Yeah, do it.
2: Steve a couple
1: in. of my family, a couple of my family have as well. So my dad wants to. My dad wants to try and do it. Um. So yeah, they they've done the same just said look you know my son ran for the charity not expecting anything but
0: just send him an email yeah
1: Yeah, there's steve if you want i'll send you it to you afterwards there's like an application page they want a bit more detail around you know because it's quite competitive getting in yeah if you know if you know somebody that's done it you know a bit about the charity and you just tell them how you're gonna sort of fundraise so just throw some ideas their way you know guess my time lottery i'll share it at work i do it for you guys you know i can promote it through my through my running podcast yeah. that'll be music to their ears and you know i think that that would work in your favor so yeah take it offline if you want and we can we can chat about it but
0: yeah cool yeah
1: something something worth doing well sure. it's funny you know yeah. it's good that you've got um
2: say like your, your dad wants to do it now i don't know if he's a, a runner but they reckon only one percent of people ever complete a marathon in their lifetime and then i think it's like 0.0 one percent of people ever do another marathon after their first one they never do it never do a marathon again like
1: shows how nuts or... we nuts we are then of course, i will <laughs> yeah, okay. i just said it's, fl- it's flat as a pancake the, the course as well it was in waves so there wasn't as many in terms of the volume of runners. I actually don't know the total. The, there's, th- there's still thousands of people, you know, and it's it's an international event. There's people from all over the world that are doing it um, as well. Uh, the marathon kicks off really early in the morning, and then the half starts at yeah, about one. One, in, one in the afternoon. Um, so it's a bit odd. You know, usually I'm sort of used to rolling out of bed, peanut butter, bagels, banana, and then start line. This was a bit of like you know the nerves build a bit as you're as you're waiting for the afternoon to come round, but oh, yeah, that so... that was really cool. So different, yeah, yeah, really good event though.
0: And then mate, we've seen on Strava that you competed in in some event called OMM. What's that all about?
1: Yeah, so that stands for the original mountain marathon. It used to be called the, the years ago it used to be called the Kim the Carrymore International Mountain Marathon. So in Europe, they're quite. They're quite well-known mountaineering brands, um, but their brands are all around these annual running events that they do. Um, so it's an orienteering event. I'm sure most people know what that is, but really that's where you're, you're map reading, trying to get from one checkpoint to another and then effectively following a course throughout the day. So it's a two-day event. You do it in pairs. So I did it with my 19-year-old brother, who's a machine, by the way, um, so did he, you stop he's, to sleep he, yeah yeah he sleeps so there's an overnight camp so right. my, my my event was called the, the long score it's in the lake district so the weather's shocking it's late october here in the uk oh, visibility is about 50 meters at times when you're up on the fells so the fells yeah. are what they call in the lake district like the mountains there as well you've got seven hours on day one and you've got a start point and a finish point which for argument's sake let's say they're 10k away The name of the game is to get as many checkpoints as you can between points A and B within the allotted time and get to the overnight camp within the time allowance. Now, the checkpoints you need to get are all different in terms of points. So the more difficult they are to get, the more off course, that might be a 50-point checkpoint. But the ones that are, say, on a path that are more accessible might be a 10-pointer. So there's running there's walking there's severe elevation but on that time you've got to use a compass and map to sort of direct you where you go and plan a route that's achievable in the time but gets you enough points as well Jeez. then you get to the camp you're cool. cooking you're camping so you've got your tent and your bag on the back then day 2 is 6 hours so you so carry you've you got to
2: carry your food your camping gear with you
1: your fuel yeah you split it between the two of you so you know I'm a poles. I might have the poles and the pegs, and then Harry, my brother's got the, you know, the canvas and the the ground sheet and all that sort of thing. <laughs> the heavy um, stuff. The heavy stuff. Yeah, he, got, he had the heavy wet tent on day two when I was struggling, uh, but that was it. Was all good. So my dad did it as well with one of my other brothers. My dad's done about sixteen, so he's in the military. He's been in oh, the military. Mate, since can he you was. imagine
0: him reading the map? He'd be a gun on the map and the compass.
1: Yeah. He used to here time the it? army what's that did, sorry
2: did they just give you the map on the morning or did they give you a map a few days before
1: no no on the morning they're really secretive about it yeah so you know roughly where it is so it's a place uh, called Langdale so you know it's not too far it's in the vicinity of like Scarfell Pike which is the tallest mountain you call it a mountain it's it's a it's a tall hill in England yeah, yeah. um but you know Scarfell Pike um it's not too far in the vicinity there so you know, in any direction you go, you're hitting you're hitting mountains and you're hitting fells. But, yeah, they give it to you on the morning. You get like a five-minute planning stesh- session. So, you know, you've got your, your point. You're like, right, we're here. We need to get to there within seven hours. We want to get points, but we also don't want to get lost. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, and you don't
0: want to time out either.
1: Yeah, it's the, the penalties for t- overtime are brutal. So there's no point doing that. They'll strip all of your hard work away if you're late. So mm. you don't... And and on the added impact is you'll be colder, you'll be wetter, you'll be more exhausted as well. So yeah, you will work out your
2: speed cr- that of, of what you can like looking at the terrain, how quickly you can get there as well. As yeah. got to that into account.
1: <laughs> it's also quite depressing because on the uphills, we were, we did one. It's it was literally almost elevation. there had been hundreds of orienteers that done it before for us. I look my my Garmin buzzed, and it had taken us twenty five minutes to do a k. <laughs> it was it was absolutely brutal in places you know almost a bit sort of rock climbing really that yeah. like fell running, you know so we had a rule any uphills you you, you walk there's no you can't yeah. you can't run the uphills you know yeah um Waste and then on energy. the downhills yeah on the downhills and the flats where you can where the terrain's good so you know break into a little jog we're talking like you know six and a half seven minute k's even with your stuff on your back so And you're always trying to keep that heart rate low because the more you sort of red line is, that's when you're going to start bonking and hitting the wall later on. So keeping an eye on on that is uh, crucial. But yeah, it's just tough because you know if you're not a regular orienteer, which I'm not, you've got to be mindful of the fact that you do need to know where you're going. You're on, you know, you're on the felt. So a wrong turn could be quite demoralising, and it can add to, uh, you know more nutrition needed more water needed and additional you know additional energy burn and time gone so
2: it's interesting you say
1: um like the fells
2: in the fells are called the mountains because that's the original fell running so if anyone listening who's not from the uk or doesn't understand fell running it's quite a big thing in england isn't it fell running and uh, it's basically like running um up and down hills and they absolutely motor down those yeah, yeah. And, the, and they do the, specific the guys, shoes for it as well don't they fell running shoes which you've got like a yeah. quite thin but they've got a big good grip on it
1: yeah I'll just see if I can quickly grab mine because I can yeah. see them just one sec I'll show you because you know if you're thinking you're running this in alpha flies you've got another thing coming so I'll
0: just <laughs> <laughs> like I've seen the photos of this event he's talking about it looks so fun 100%. I mean it, it wouldn't be fun when you're like yeah. you know in a so world I don't know if you
1: can see uh, those, uh,
2: yeah. oh yeah look
1: at the grip on that
2: what a
0: grip yeah. So yeah, these yeah. are called like the, 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 the
1: mud innervates. claw. It, yeah. Do you get? I don't know if you get innovates in us yeah. Whether it's a UK, you do, yeah. yeah. So, so they're called the mud claw. So they're like their most like aggressive sold shoes. Sure. That's,
2: that's deep lugs, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's all. They to be honest, you'll see ninety percent of competitors wearing those. Oh really? Um, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. the the there's some kit that you you've just gotta gotta go with there as well. um but yeah, it was amazing. You know, you've got there's a mandatory kit. You know, emergency blankets, whistles, torches that you've got to do because you know self sufficient. But yeah, it's amazingly well organized. How you've far was elect- it? So day one was around twenty five ish k. The GPS is a bit off, but it's roughly right. It's around twenty five ish k, and yep. the elevations <clears throat> probably around like the fifteen hundred meters, something something like that. Oh, shit. Um, and then day two, you could probably knock seven, depending on the route you take, it could be anywhere between like 15 and and 20k, you know, with probably a thousand yeah. thousand meters, or something like that. So yeah. Um, we had three pairs. So my brother and his mate did it. I did it with with Harry, my brother, and then my dad did it with my my brother Andy as well. It's like my dad's 16th one. He's done the elite course before, um, which is another another level. Elites where where we've got the choice of checkpoints, they have got a mandatory line that they have to follow. And there's probably you know 15 checkpoints on on day one, 10 on day two. And if they miss one, it's an it's a DNF. You just DNF it. Oh, so wow. you've got yeah. to you've got to find every yeah. Every and I'm just getting it looks moment. wet and cold. <laughs> it, it is. What did they call it? The organizers called it they've got quite a funny tagline. It's like enjoyable Enjoyable suffering, or something Mm like that. I'll just call it brutal. But
0: (laughs) it looks fun, though, like camping and all that. Like at the end of the day, I bet there's a good bit of banter at the campsite
1: and that. There's great. There's a big military. There's like quite a big military contingent of people that do it, just because you know they're used like outdoors, orienteering. Yeah. Yeah, So you know, my dad's bumping into his old mates, and you know, there's there's like banter flying around and yeah you've got to really because you know it's pretty tiring you've got to put your tent up in the cold after you've done seven hours and then in the next morning you're in your wet running gear again so you sleep in your warm stuff you take that off and you put your wet stuff back on because nothing dries you know so you've got to you've got to be a bit positive and try and have a bit of a laugh about it it? two days it's two day event
2: Does your dad live up that way is that why he no, does so many of them, or not?
1: No, he does it. It's just because of again because of that like military connection. He's just done low So oh, you know yeah. he did. He's done the elite a couple of times with one of his old mates that he used to be in, like you know one of the commando squadrons with. But he oriented for the army and stuff like that. He, he's a very very good runner, and he was when in his younger days. Um, you know, he's going like to ask one,
0: how did he how did he go.
1: Because I always he, remember he was Eddie a, as
0: being super fit, always.
1: Yeah, he, he is. But now, you know, he's he's deep into his 50s. He does enjoy a beer, let's say, <laughs> you know. So uh, what he lacks in in sort of physical fitness, he makes up for in like savvy orienteering. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: So let's say there's a checkpoint A to B and it's up a hill. I might just go directly up it because that's where my compass is telling me. He'll find uh, an easier route round based on the uh, contours, yeah. and you know, yeah, so nice I realize we're getting off running a little bit talking about the, the no, contours. Cool. Interesting, yeah. But he that's where so he might save time, so he might be walking and I might be covering the case quicker than him. But actually, you know, with his where his orienteering is at a higher level, yeah, he'll save time there, he'll save energy as well. So I think it's fair to say he was doing 90% walking, but you know, really, it's... It's, it's yeah, a shame he's, we he's don't just...
2: have things like that here because um, that would just that'd be great, but I just don't know if uh, we have the... Um, I suppose it's the... The experience or I mean there's a lot of free roaming allowed, isn't there, in the UK? So it's like you can just go and run up. You go, oh, I'll see that hill over there. I'm just gonna go and run across that land and they're like the farmer has to let you across there. <laughs> so okay, there might be a bull out there somewhere, but you know, fucking take it in your own hands. Over here though, yeah. you don't have that. So it's like one minute you're walking across someone's private property, you might get yourself in a bit of trouble, you know. It's, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's a bit different. Yeah.
0: Also, yeah. I'm thinking of camping. The first thing I thought about was snakes. Yeah,
1: you'd have snakes in your <laughs> tent and shit. Yeah, it's the mosquitoes here, you know, but that's a, that's about it. You know, if you're anywhere, you're near kind of fresh water. Yeah. You'll get your mosquitoes as well. Um, but, yeah, they do a summer one as well, which is like a one-day event. They do a uh, – it's called like the Grassmere Gallop, which I think is a marathon, so that's a trail marathon. But they do a mini festival, a summer festival, which i think we're going to do so you know much better weather for camping it's more trail running rather than the orienteering so yeah there's an on festival so original mountain marathon festival i think a few of us are gonna gonna do something there i don't know what event i'm gonna do or anything like that but that should be cool you know camping out a bit more casual than october so and you, you yeah. mentioned the alpha flies did you wear the alphas in the london yeah, and for the Amsterdam half, actually as well. Okay. So to be honest, I, you know, I'm a Vaporfly or an Alpha Fly man. I know some people swear by the Alpha Flies more. I mean, we're splitting hairs, really, right? They're both amazing super yeah, shoes yeah, um, they, they feel like trampolines. Yeah. So I think it's personal preference, and you know, if you don't like the larger platform as much, then you know, fine, go for the Alpha Fly, go for the Vaporfly. Sorry, but yeah, a bit more cushion. I went for the Alpha Flies. They were my newer shoe. And, Was that did you get yeah.
2: the second model, or have you got the first? one? I've
1: got the first model, that's so I've that, got the newer ones now. in the. Yeah, I've got the newer ones of the Vaporfly, so I've got the latest ones of those. But I've got the the version one of the Alpha Fly. I didn't want to stump up the full, the full price for the. Yeah. Mike, the we've brand got
0: new. we've got a Nike outlet shop in a massive shopping center near the Brisbane Airport, and they've like. The other week we went there. I bought a pair of Vaporflies um, for my dad for a hundred dollars.
2: Is that the second, the per- uh, next percent two or the next? Percent yeah, ones? they're
0: the version two, I think. Version two, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, they got but- the strange, uh, like the the upper is like a mesh sort of.
2: Yeah, it's weird, uh, not it?
0: like. But then I got a pair of the uh, Vaporflies for a hundred and twenty dollars, and they've got alphas all over they've got a discount wall so they've got a back wall alpha flies in every size at the moment for you know around 150 dollars 180 dollars crazy what does that
1: translate to in uh in pounds steve i don't know uh it's bit a or even you even us dollars it's the same now <laughs> a pounds, a pounds, pound is a US dollar
0: <laughs> i'll tell you right so 120 dollars to um british pounds 70 is seven. 67 pounds there we go i
1: I'd, I'd tell you now if that shop was in london there'd be queues round round the block yeah. you know you, you can't get a pair of alpha flies or vapor flies you might get some on ebay but, but the alphas aren't that some. cheap though are they the alphas are still up at oh, $2, yeah. 60.
0: well they're, they're still a lot cheaper yeah, like you can get if you that they they're forty percent off on a Saturday, so you might get a pair for say 150, 180 at the worst. But they've got yeah. them on the shelves for two hundred, I think two twenty.
2: Drops the price of them,
0: yeah, yeah, so the cheap. The they're three hundred and seventy dollars, like brand new. Yeah, the new ones are. Yeah, so they're heaps cheaper. Nice. Yeah,
2: they actually they've just bought out another colorway in the Alpha Fly Two um like a whiter color haven't they? Oh, that's, yeah. like going that's the one like i showed five, you on the last weeks. week Yeah, five hundred dollars or something uh, um australian something stupid like that so.
1: tell you what i'll never get bored of you know even just window shopping or online shopping for super shoes i could spend yeah, yeah. Uh, i could spend hours looking at them i don't know about you guys but
0: <laughs> yeah yeah mate we went at th- that same shopping center has got a adidas outlet shop too and um, me and Fraser went in there um, one, it was a weekday. And they had the Adios Prime X. I think that's their version of the Alpha Fly. And they they had a, Fraser got a pair, but they were like half a size too small for me. But I put them on and had a jog up and down the shop. And they were like... Really right. next level, yeah. Like, I would not... say more bouncy and possibly more bouncy than the Alpha Fly. I don't know, you know, obviously what they'd be wow. like to run in, but they were, I think, $180 he got them for, and they yeah. just felt. and I've checked every time I've been there, and they've, no, they've never been there again, but yeah, yeah I see a pair,
2: Steve, I did see a pair, but they were like size oh, they were like seven
0: or something, small yeah.
1: size, yeah, just so stupid.
0: Mate, we'll have to get your pair and send them over. What size are you? Oh, uh, me? Yeah. A uh, 10.
1: Yeah, same as me. What's that US? Is that a US 11? I was US...
0: doing US, so I think that's,
2: US that's, 10. UK, nine.
1: Yeah. that's UK 9, I think. Isn't it? So yeah. US 10
2: you are? Yeah.
0: If we see them, we'll let you know. Yeah, if, we'll I, see, if I see a bargain pair, I'll grab them and send them to you,
1: mate. I'm more I'm more keen on your I saw didn't I see some of you guys in the park run wearing the eat sleep run repeat uh, merch or vest. Oh or yeah, like we've that. got to
0: get some more of them you made.
1: Can, you can scrap the super shoes, but if you're shipping <laughs> to the UK, I've got a few people that will uh take some off your hands. Yeah, sprint, for sure. Sprint Mate, sprint we've got to get some more
0: made. We've gotta get
1: some <laughs> <Yeah>. more made. Saw <laughs> those, so uh, I was pretty jealous. Yeah, yeah. It's good good weather for Actually, wearing we, them at the moment. We've
3: got
2: the singlets, we got the singlets dirt cheap at DFO Nike Shop. And they just happened to, or we have managed to get them all in our size. And then um, Spartan's wife does a bit of um, printing stuff, so she set them all out, and we just worked out very cool how the design, did them for us. So um, yeah, we'll have to get into production, to start selling them <laughs> for sure. Yeah, oh mate, thanks
0: for um, having that catch up with us. We know you've what's got. to next, get no work. Mike,
2: just before
1: you go? What's next on the uh, run list? race wise oh it's good good question uh i'm not to be honest i think i'm not sure what race i'm going to target yet but i'm going to go for a sub 40 10k i i think is my next running running goal so Mm. yeah running 19 21 in the 5k in the lead up to the marathon so i've got it in the tank um but yeah i think that's my next kind of running goal so i'm going to try and work out a 10k in london that's flat Uh, give myself the best possible chance and yeah, yeah, we'll go. Hopefully maybe in the lead up to Christmas, who knows, but probably more likely January. Mm.
0: Mate, if you can run 10k in under 40 minutes, nothing saying you couldn't run under three hours for the marathon.
1: Oh, Steve, I don't know know about that. It's just going to be a
0: matter of and dedicating yourself and training hard. but if you're quick enough to run under 40 minutes for 10k, you should better do it. You you have to get a treadmill,
2: Mike. You got to get a treadmill, mate. You have to.
1: Yeah, especially when you see if you could see the weather in London yeah. right now. Yeah.
2: Then you have got no excuse. Yeah. It's hard <laughs> work, though. I can't do it. Fraser can whack out the case on the treadmill. I have. I get too. I get I too bored.
1: And some people can watch the TV, but that throws my balance off. So I end yeah, up. Yeah, and, and I hurt my shoulders.
2: Yeah. Hurt running on it. My necks are all tightens
1: up. Is that because you're hunched down looking at the display? Because sometimes yeah. I'm looking at the display to see my pace and time and. I find that I'm hunched over. A bit. It just, uh, yeah, just uh, I, I get it. It works well for
0: some people. It just doesn't work well for me, but yeah. yeah. Mate, I've got, I, I do the odd session at the gym. I've like go to a, you know, like a weights gym down the road and their treadmills are like, mate, that's just like, it feels so easy running on their treadmills. I don't know what it is, but yeah. I've, I've done sessions on them and everything and you, you're just yeah. flying. Crazy. Because you hit that speed, you can't slow down. Like so, you just gotta keep like just hanging on. <laughs> yeah, really good. But yeah, well, mate,
2: thanks for joining us, mate. We'll uh, let you get off to off to uh, work gonna... morning
1: yeah, over there. No. Yeah, exactly. 9 15 a.m. Uh but guys, it's been good chatting to you and uh, thanks for having me on again. Appreciate it. Yeah, all mate. Right. Thanks,
2: mate.
0: Well, we'll done again. Um, that was awesome. Yeah, jump get you get you on again next one, next time you do a big event sure. or something. Yeah,
1: nice
0: one. Yeah, all right, got guys, it. have a good. Have a good evening. Awesome. Thanks, Mike. Legend. Thanks, Mike. See you again. Bye-bye. See you, mate.
3: Your eyes, leave for your troubles. A twisted intelligence, extension of tolerance, dimension of flowers in my mind. Stop, rewind, now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal no messages can't breathe. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles, leave your troubles. Fine. Yes, it's fine Come kick it with me In my imagination In my imagination Well, sometimes our minds Play these tricks on us Sometimes we find that our minds They climb higher than they should climb up. Our imagination contemplation. And on exploiting in my mind We should find in time Our minds, they will shine With the wrongest shine you can Put the time on minds so Don't be these purple elephants A twisted intelligence Extension on tolerance on blindness in my mind Stop, rewind Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why the menu I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. your eyes, leave all your troubles behind, yes it's fine, come kick it with me in my imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating, on in my mind, 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 mind.